are here just in time. We're learning about what the Word of God says we have. Settle in and join us for a great time. Hello, everybody. This is Marcus. And Trisha. And we are... The Messengers. Yeah, that's yeah. who we are. We message. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you in our house? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're excited about this week. We're excited about every week. Yes, we are. But I, I first want, before we get started into this episode, I would like to let everybody know if you are in the Decatur, Texas area, and you are a new believer, or you are searching and, and want the filling of the Holy Ghost with the gift of speaking in tongues, or anything in between there, we are going to be starting a class on June 5th, and it's going to run several weeks, but it's going to be uh, through Andrew Womack's book, The New You and the Holy Spirit, and it's, that's exactly what it's going to be about. It's going to be about not becoming a stagnant believer, not just saying you want to follow Christ, but also getting into the Word and finding out who you are, finding out what God has planned for you, and then receiving the Holy Spirit with the gift of speaking in tongues, and also all the things that just, it's, it's important to, to have all those things. So we're excited about this, this new class. Yes, we we're are. excited about this episode. Yes, so, <laughs> all right. So if you Let are ready. Let me just clarify real quick. That is June 5th. 2016. Okay, June 5th, 2016. <laughs> so whenever you're listening to this, <laughs> just want to make that a little clarity there. There you go. So. Anyway, yes, we're very excited about starting this new class and about leading people into a closer relationship with God through the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So let's get on to our show today. Here we go. Our show today is What the Word of God Says I Have. Now, the last two episodes we've done on who the Word of God says we are. So, it's important to know that we find out who we are to learn what we have. And we just encourage you to go back and listen to those episodes about who we are in Christ. Amen. And those, those precious promises that we have. We have so many blessings in Christ. And we're going to talk about a few of them today, but we encourage you to look some up for yourself. Yes. We, um, these are just a few verses, and there are so many in the Bible, precious, precious promises. It'll do you a lot of good to go Ab- back and look them up. Absolutely. I mean, any, anything that you, you have a need for, if you'll just search it out in the Bible, it's there. A lot of Bibles in the back have concordances or glossaries or something like that where you can find a word or a need that you have and look it up and it it shows you verses that go with that topic so today we're going to start off with simply the love of god absolutely and we see uh in in the amplified in first john four sixteen, it says this we have come to know by personal observation and experience and have believed with deep, consistent faith, the love which God has for us. God is love, and the one who abides in love abides in God, and God abides continually in Him. And Him is you. <laughs> That's Absolutely. right. So when you, basically it's saying, God is love, and when you love, you're in God. Absolutely. And God is in you when you have that love. 
when we realize the love of God, we find new promises. When you are believers, we have Christ living in us, and he gives us his mindset, as we see in these next few verses. So let's look at Philippians 2.5 out of the NIV, and this is, this is basically about the mind of Christ. It says this, In your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. And that's important to have. Yes, it is. Let's look over also at Colossians 1.27 out of the NIV, and this is Christ in me. To them, God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ Jesus in you, the hope of glory. Amen. So we have hope and glory in Christ. Yes. That's awesome. You know, God one time told me that that I need to be around like-minded people, to be around people who have the same mindset as Christ, to have the same mindset of the things that I'm going through and they can help me and I can help them. It's important to be around other believers so you can edify them and they can edify you and just lift you up and show you that hope that you have in Christ. It's very important. And you can learn from them and they can learn from you. That's the greatest part about it. That's right. Because you have revelation in you that somebody else may not have and somebody else has revelation in them that you may not have. So that's why it's great to be around like-minded people because you are on pretty much the same level to the point of of being believers. You may not they may be higher level than you or you may be a higher level than them. But you can learn off each other which is just it's 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 phenomenal. It's it's, it's, it's awesome, yeah. Absolutely phenomenal to me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we learned some we Trish and I are doing Sunday school, and we learned something today from from another uh, gentleman that's in our church. You know, we learned that the word faith is also translated in the Hebrew as being trust. Trust. Trust so. and faith are can be the same, interchangeable, and we had never thought about it that way. Right. It's That was something new, and that it makes a lot of sense, and, and so we, we really enjoyed that. So it was just really neat. So we're excited. We're just learning new stuff, man. We are. (laughs) We are. And when we have faith in God, we can have these other promises. Right. So let's look at Mark 11, 22 out of the Amplified. Jesus replied, have faith in God constantly. Constantly. That's what was in the Amplified. That's why I liked it so much is it constantly have faith in God. Let's move on to redemption through the blood of Jesus. We're going to see this in Colossians 1, verses 13 through 14. This also out of the Amplified. So if I stutter, that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) For he has rescued us and has drawn us to himself from the dominion of darkness and has transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption because of his sacrifice resulting in the forgiveness of our sins and the cancellation of sins penalty. The cancellation. That's a key word right there. Our our sins have been canceled out. Yes, they have. If you Forever. Have, yes. And if, if you have placed your faith and trust in Jesus, your sins have been canceled. Those cannot be held against you any longer. Yes. You do need to repent of them and learn from them so you don't do them again. But as far as Jesus is concerned, he forgets. He hears them and then he will not remember them anymore. So if you... 
If they come back to haunt you, it's not God that's doing that. It's Satan, and he will try to condemn you, but that's not God. All right, so let's look at come boldly to the throne of grace and mercy in a time of need. That's right. So this is in Hebrews 4, verse 16, and this is the King James Version, so I may have some problems with this. We'll see. (laughs) It's short. Let us therefore come boldly under the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. That's good. It's nice to know that you can go boldly before the throne. I mean, he is our Abba Father, our Daddy, and we can just go in to his throne and ask him for things when we need them and just talk to him and and tell him the things that we just long to tell him. And the neatest thing about it is God already knows what we what we need. He does. Well, we need to put those out there. We need to speak to it out. Them. Absolutely. <laughs> so, if you are in need, then let's look at this next next one. These are the needs that are met by glory in Christ Jesus. This is out of Philippians 4.19. We'll be looking at it out of the NLT or the New Living Translation. And this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. And when it says all, it means all. All. <laughs> it's, it's not just Everyone. part. So if you are in need, God's got your need met. You just need to come to him, come before him boldly, and, you know, tell him your needs. Like I said, he already knows your need, mm-hmm. but he likes to hear you and tell you that he, he you trust him. And you need to believe him that he will do what you need to be done. You need to ask him, and then you need to believe and receive. You need to mix your faith and your trust with what you're asking him for. And your needs may not always be met just immediately. That's right. And sometimes your needs are going to have to be met by you doing more than you expected. That's right. But if you will keep on track with God, he will keep on track with you. And your need, you will see that your needs will be met. That's right. And sometimes what we think we need is not what we need. Right. <laughs> God has a different perspective and he sees things in a different way than we do sometimes. He knows everything that's going to happen. So he knows our needs now and our needs in the future. So what we may be asking for right now may be harmful to us in the future. We need to ask and believe that God will take care of our needs however he sees fit. And just relax and know that if he does not answer our need right away, it's because he has something better planned for us. Right. And his word and his answer will always be one of three things. Either yes, no, or not right now. So it may not be the right time. Well, we find that we have redemption through the blood of Jesus when we have him in our hearts. This gives us the assurance that we can come to him boldly to his throne to ask for grace and mercy when we need it. He graciously loves to give us what we ask for, and we can be assured we will have our needs met. So if we have a need, if you have a need like you're hungry, you need food, things like that, he will always meet those needs. He is never going to let you hurt or starve or 
anything like that, your needs, as far as that goes, will be met. All right. And you may be afraid of where you're going to get your next meal. You may be afraid of what's going to happen next. But as we look into the next section, we're going to find out one thing about God. Mm-hmm. And what is that? Trisha? He has not given us a spirit of fear, but quite the opposite. He has given us power, love, and sound mind Absolute. in this next verse. That's <laughs> right. So we're going to look at 2 Timothy 1.7 out of the King James. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Just kind of echoing you. what you just said, right? <laughs> I told you what God said. That's right. <laughs> when we are in all these promises and believe them, God gladly gives us peace, a perfect, perfect peace. Isn't that refreshing? Isn't yeah. that great? That's awesome. There's nothing like the peace of God. That's right. We don't have to worry about all the things in our lives because we can just give them over to God and He gives us peace. We find this promise in Philippians 4, 7. And this is out of the NIV. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, there's that word all again, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. That's right. So the peace that we think of from a worldly standpoint is not God's peace. Right. Sometimes we think if we don't have major problems right now that we have peace. But that's not the peace that God gives. It transcends all understanding. It's a perfect, perfect peace where your whole body is just settled, rested, knowing that God is in control. It's awesome. That is good. (laughs) The greatest part, though, of all of this is that we don't have to go through life feeling downcast and full of condemnation, which, as we said before, never comes from God. But he promises we can have a life of joy. Yay, (laughs) I love joy. I just love joy. And that's a great gift from him. Absolutely. So let's look at joy unspeakable and full of glory. This is going to be out of the New Living Translation for 1 Peter 1.8. You love him even though you have never seen him. Though you do not see him now, you trust him, and you rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. That's awesome. So who are they (laughs) talking about that you don't see him there? That's got to be Jesus. It is Jesus. Absolutely. So it's, it's hard for the world to take their carnal senses, anything they can see, taste, hear, smell, or touch, and if they can't do any of those, it's hard for them to believe that's right. You know? Because we've been taught as people that you have to be able to do those things in order to believe in something. Right. So, but we as believers, as Christians, we take all the things that this world sees and we put it off to the side because the world doesn't understand about God. The world doesn't understand how heaven works. That's right. And a lot of times neither do we. But we trust knowing that God is in control and that he will take care of everything we absolutely need. Absolutely. And that's where it all falls. Trust. Trust. Trust and faith. Trust, faith, and believe. That's right. So let's look also at the joy of the Lord is my strength. And this is out of the NIV for Nehemiah 8.10. 
And Nehemiah said, Go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks, and send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. That's right. And Nehemiah was talking to the Israelites, and he was telling them this was a day to rejoice and and relax and have fun. Um, But this is for us every day. Every day is holy to God. Every day with us is holy to God. There's no one day that is holier to God than another. Sunday isn't holier to God than Saturday. Even though we may think of it as a holy day, it's just another day to him where we should give him glory and honor, but we should be doing that every day. Right. And to know that the joy of the Lord is our strength, that is every day. This promise has personally helped me out many, many times. When I feel the enemy coming after me, I stand on this promise. I also couple it with Philippians 4.13. This one's out of the NLT. For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. When I learned that verse, it was, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that's the one I learned. And so when I say it, I say, the joy of the Lord is my strength, and I can do everything through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. Those two I can put together, and I can stand on that word. I can tell Satan, no, this is not the truth. Whatever is happening to me is a lie. And I will stand on this truth that the joy of the Lord is my strength. We love you guys and we hope that you have received some of God's promises about what he has given you. If you have any other ones that you would like to share or some that speak to you personally, we would love to hear them. You can go to our website, themessengersradio.com or you can email personally us from there, either separately or together. And you can also go to Facebook. And our page on Facebook is just Messengers Radio. It's not the Messengers Radio. It's just Messengers Radio. (laughs) That's all we could find. So we would love it if you left us any feedback. And we hope that you take these promises and make them truths in your life. Take these promises and stand on them and make them a truth in your life. Realize them and believe them and just stand on them. Write them down. Yeah. Write all these things, these promises that you get from the Word. Write them down daily and go over them. That's what Trisha does. She writes all these promises that she has down that the Lord has given her and and goes over them daily. She has them in her mind constantly. She has them written down on paper constantly. And she, and she, she goes over them as though they're victories. They've already been They've already come to pass. Yes. Amen. Amen. Just to recap, you have God's love, the mind of Christ, Christ living in you, faith in God, redemption through his blood, knowing that we can come boldly to his throne when we need our needs met, power, love, and sound mind, not fear, peace that passes understanding, and my favorite, joy. (laughs) His word is full of promises 
and these like we said these are just a few there are so many more and we just we just want you to search them out and find for yourself all the little special nuggets that are out there well next time we are going to go on to our last topic in this series which is what the word of god says i can do until then we hope that you have wonderful days and that you can use the promises we have talked about in the past few episodes in a practical way in your life right and you may be listening to this and you may have never ever given your life to christ you may you may be listening and say hey you know there's something about this but i don't know how to do it well i'm glad you're still listening (laughs) because at the end of every episode we want to make sure that anybody out there that has never given their life to christ understands how to do it and get a chance to do it at this time but first i want to let you know that choosing to receive jesus as your lord and savior is the most important decision that anybody will ever make in their entire life ever right so let's look at what god's word says in romans 10 verses 9 through 10 it says this that if you will confess jesus with your mouth and will believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you will be saved for with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation and if we skip a few lines down to romans 10 13 it says for whoever will call upon the name of the lord will be saved amen so by god's grace he's already done everything to provide salvation for you your part is just to believe and receive so if you are ready to believe and receive and change your eternal address I want you to say this after me, but I don't want you just to say it. I want you to believe it in your heart. Believe that God has done this. Believe that Jesus really has died for your sins. So pray this out loud. Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. By faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. In the very moment that you commit your life to Jesus Christ, the truth of his word will instantly come to pass in your spirit. So right now you are one-third perfect. Your, Your spirit has been made perfect. Yay! And now that you're born again, that means that there's a brand new you. So if you've done that, we want to help you. We want you to not only, like I said in the beginning, you don't need to just pray that prayer and that's it. You need to find out what the Word says you are, who the Word says you are, what God says you can do. And that's what all these these things we've been going over, I hope hope is helping you. Yes. So, but we want to make sure that you don't just stay stagnant. So if you need help, if you don't have a Bible, or if you need help with any kind of uh, material to help you grow, please contact us at our website. You can go to themessengersradio.com and you can click on the contact button. And like I said, like Trisha said, both of us are on there or you can fill that form out and it'll go to both of us at the same time. So until next time, we do hope you guys have been blessed by this episode. Yes, we do. And we will see you next, or actually you will hear us next time. (laughs) We love you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. You enjoyed this episode of the Messengers Radio Program. 
Don't forget to visit our website at themessengersradio.com. Listen to us on TFH Radio at tfhpeople.com. And check us out on Facebook at Messengers Radio. 